This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know that was happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, May 20th. Hope you guys are having or excited for the weekend. I am very excited for the weekend. Surprisingly, it was a very long week. And uh, after the Eid break, I still felt that I needed a break. Yeah, this time last week, we were actually off. Yeah. <laughs> it was... It was the first day of Eid. Yeah, so it was the first exactly day of Eid. one week after. Yeah, and uh, I guess uh, we're still kind of uh, trying to get back onto track mm-hmm. when it does come to that workflow. But an alert on the iPhone 12. The UA has alerted that people with pacemakers should be cautioned, cautioned when it does come to having an iPhone 12. Yes, indeed. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about outer space as well because the Chinese rover has actually sent back its first images after making its historical landing on the Red Planet. What are those images and how are they going to help us learn more about planet Earth? This is all going to be coming up in just a few moments. Yes, and we're also talking about very big news happening in the Apple universe. AirPods, AirPods Pro and AirPods Max do not support Apple's Apple Music's lossless audio. Now, we do know with that update of Apple Music, there's going to be something called lossless audio. And believe it or not, their own products will not support it. So we're going to be getting into that in just a bit. That is very, very shocking news. But in the world of apps, lots is happening as well because we're going to be talking about Google Maps Live View features that now offer more useful information about restaurants and different businesses. And we can always use a good, smart Google Maps rather than one that can just tell us directions. Yes, and we're also talking about how Google has also announced Health Tool to identify skin conditions. That is huge. Mm -hmm. Google is trying to tap into that medical or telemedical sector. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about iPhones. So, be kind. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. There's lots of uh, health updates coming up with the iPhone 12. They recently announced that we have a new color for the iPhone 12. It's going to be bright and purple, but we have some sad news for all those who have an iPhone 12 but also have a pacemaker because doctors have been urging patients to take care, especially when they're using their phones. If a person has a pacemaker or a defibrillator, the advice from the doctors is to keep the iPhone 12 about 15 centimeters away from the chest. And that's because the different signals that are coming out of the phone could actually interfere with that person's pacemaker or defibrillator. Yes, the Department of Health in Abu Dhabi have set an advisory that citing recent research and investigation results, the Department of Health did urge medical professionals to raise awareness among their patients about the potential disruption that the iPhone 12's magnets may cause in pacemakers and implantable cardioverter defibrillators. Now, according to a report, the department did clarify that these products, which do contain strong magnets, are common, and these do include mobile phones like the iPhone 12. Now, this is not the first time We've actually got a warning for the iPhones. I do believe an iPhone 4 was issued a warning for that, also relating to pacemakers and how the magnets might actually mess up 
the way or the pace of that pacemaker. Mm-hmm. So it is advised to keep it 15 centimeters, centimeters away from the pacemaker or from that defibrillator. Yes, indeed. So a lot of devices actually, not just the iPhone 12, have uh, been interfering with the medical devices that are present in a person's body. Pacemakers, defibrillators, they all operate upon certain waves. And the electromagnetic waves that are coming from devices like our phones, more specifically the iPhone 12, can actually keep those medical devices in our bodies from functioning properly. So best thing to do is to try and avoid them. But with pe- for people who do have an iPhone 12, that may not be necessarily the option. You don't want to go ahead and change your whole phone. So I do hope that Apple comes up with a fix for this or maybe tries and finds a way to make those waves less harmful to our bodies. Mm. But up until then, try to keep the phone as far away as possible. Some advice that we've heard from experts in the past have been not to sleep in the same room as your phone. Or if that's too hard for you, at least put it away from the bed, not on your bedside table. Table. Try to keep as much distance as you can so that it does not interfere with any medical devices or even just your brain waves. Yes, now the tech giant Apple actually has already issued a general alert about the possibility of its devices interfering with the performance of pacemakers and those defibrillators. So Apple has came out and said, hey, you, we, there might be a chance. Mm-hmm. And the Department of Health Abu Dhabi, which uh, is based right here in the UAE, did say to keep it away 15 centimeters from the pacemaker and from those defibrillators. So we will listen to the experts. And if you know anyone who has a pacemaker or defibrillator and an iPhone 12, let them know. Tell them, spread awareness because you do not want to mess up those uh, those devices, especially because they are implanted into your body. If you know anyone who has a pacemaker, do text in at 4215-DOOR-SLOT or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about China. <laughs> You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Now, the talk of the town recently has been all about the red planet Mars. And we're talking about China today and how their rover has sent back the first images after making their historic historic landing on the red planet. Now, a Chinese rover has sent back its first images just after making landing on Mars just last week. Now, obviously, I'm going to botch the name of this rover, <laughs> but it is called the Zurong or Zurong 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 rover, which is named after uh, a god of fire in Chinese mythology and has descended from its landing platform to explore. Now, just on May 15th, China did become the only, only second nation to land on that red planet when the rover did parachute down to that surface of Mars. And two new images have been released by the Chinese space authorities showing the six-wheeled rover on the surface of that planet. Yes, indeed. And a lot of people have actually been wondering, why are we exploring Mars? Why, out of all the planets in the solar system, are our eyes going on Mars? Well, because everything that we've learned about Mars in the past and whatever we're learning about it from all these studies and all these rovers that have been sent to this red planet do suggest that this planet was actually capable of having ecosystems, of having creatures alive on it and Mars is actually the fourth rock from the sun just after the earth so it's just a little bit further away 
from the sun closer to Earth, and that means its gravity is only 38% that of Earth. So that means we could potentially have life on Mars one day. We do know that the UAE is currently working on creating the first habitable uh, settlement on the Red Planet by the year 2117. So all those studies that are being done by NASA, by the Chinese rover, as well as the Hope probe will hopefully make it seem a little bit more realistic to live on the planet of Mars. The landing spot of the Zurong rover coming from China was actually chosen because the impact is believed to contain underground ice which could help in the search for signs of ancient life. Yes, and uh, actually, believe it or not, uh, the mo- this probe or this uh, this rover, rover. Hmm. yeah, it actually entered the Martian atmosphere just 24 hours less than the UAE's Hope probe reached the planet. So it does look like they went together. <laughs> they went on a road trip together or a space trip. And uh, it's crazy to see the race to space right now, the race to the red planet. And we do know that the orbiter is studying the atmosphere of the planet while the rover will spend three months studying the planet's surface composition. So they kind of have like a tag team going on. China, you know, uh, one yeah. one uh, one uh, of their of their drones or let's say their uh, orbiters is orbiting their, the, the red planet and they're gathering information while they sent in a man or a drone <laughs> downstairs to go. I, I don't I'm, I don't know why I said downstairs, but <laughs> it's funny that down under to the red Basically. planet. Yeah, to uh, gather information about the surface of Mars. Now, it is crazy mm. how all of a sudden we're in that type of uh, race, mm. per se, to know about Mars, to know what is Mars doing, because whether, I mean, apparently enough, we do, we might actually have potential to live on that red planet. Absolutely. And you actually weren't very wrong about saying downstairs, honey, because there are a lot of craters on the surface of Mars that these rovers and the Hope probe have actually been exploring. The images are quite fantastic. There is one image that documents an area on the red planet that is known as the Mars quakes which I actually found pretty interesting, just like we call it right here on Earth, Earthquake. Uh, There are other images that show Mars's largest volcano that is actually known as the Olympus Mons, which makes me a little bit more concerned about living on Mars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mars science readings from the rovers actually show different gases that are present in the Martian atmosphere. One of them being, there's a there's a good amount of oxygen over there. There is carbon monoxide. And the images are actually very interesting to witness, especially because we have a part of the UAE up there. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see our very own Hope Probe also sending back lots of images that students and researchers can make the most out of right here on planet Earth. Yeah. Yeah, text in at 4215, do it a or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Would you live on Mars? Yes or no? It's a no for me. Let us know you guys' thoughts. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the AirPods and AirPods Pro and all, just everything that has to do with music when it does come to Apple. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. We have some shocking news coming from Apple. Some news that I actually never thought I'd hear from Apple, to be honest, because we always know that their quality is spectacular. It's undefeated. We can hear something like this coming from Android, but not from Apple. But sadly, the news is that Apple AirPods, AirPods Max, and AirPods Pro don't support Apple Music lossless audio. Yes, now Apple's lossless audio is encoded as Apple lossless audio codec files, which with lossless quality ranging from 16-bit to 44.1 
play back to it's big boards i know but basically what it's saying is that these devices aren't actually uh, created to support the lossless audio and uh, these AirPods, AirPods Pro and AirPods Max are limited to the Bluetooth AAC codec and when paired with an iPhone, you will not be able to stream Apple Music lossless files. So basically, if you, the update that Apple just made makes no sense to someone who has these devices. Mm-hmm. And it would be crazy because it is literally Apple's own devices. Yeah. So that's like saying buying a car, but the tires won't fit on the car. Mm-hmm. Now, when wherever we're talking about lossless audio, for those for those of us who don't know, um, we're talking about compressing the music in a way where we don't lose quality. So with lossless audio, certain compression algorithms can actually preserve all the audio quality, making sure that it sounds just like the original, even if in data forms you're compressing it down so even if it goes from let's say um i don't know audio wise but like let's yeah. say it goes from a very high resolution high uh, pixel or yeah resolution so, so, audio. so when when you create an audio file you compress it so there will be a little bit of lossless audio when you are exporting that file but with the apple lossless audio it is less compressed and does offer a more accurate version of the studio recording process for music that does sound as it was intended mm. by that artist. Now, Lossless Audio does provide a wider dynamic range to bring out the detail and realism in music. So basically, think about it like this, right? Yeah. Let's say you use your Apple iPhone to screen record a video, mm-hmm. right? And then you save it, that becomes compressed, and then you upload it to Snapchat, for example, it becomes compressed again. So you're gonna see a little bit difference in the audio quality. Yeah. And then someone records your story, and then edits that and then it's compressed now to four times that's why sometimes you'll see a couple of videos having horrible horrible audio quality and then you'll go to the original video and it's much better that's because every time you edit or export a file it becomes compressed so basically in short term with the lossless audio it will not be compressed or less compressed and you will hear that studio version of the song yes indeed and it's actually shocking that apple won't be able to stream music lossless files through their own apps especially because this is the feature a lot of people have been waiting for now high resolution lossless will actually require usb digital to kind of help convert all these different formats and make sure that you still have the same quality when using the Apple AirPods, the Apple AirPods Pro Max, if you want to still use Apple Music. Now, listening to lossless audio on an iPhone will require wired headphones, and it's possible that you may even need that dongle to get the best sound quality out there. It's it's sad news, to be honest. Yeah, and uh, Apple has came out and said that if you want to use a dongle, if you want to use those Mm. wired uh, headphones or AirPods, but you cannot actually use a dongle because obviously when you buy the AirPods Max or the or yeah the AirPods Max you mm. it's over the head right so you yeah. can have a feature where you can put a cord in and stick it into your laptop to your computer or or, or your uh, what's it called your phone yeah. but that will not be supported as well very weird thing coming out from Apple I mean especially you, because you pay so much for these yeah I mean you market something and then uh, all of a sudden you can't use it it's like buying a car <laughs> but you can't use the tires four two one five do it slots. Or on Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. What do you think about Apple making something that you literally can't use? You're You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download?
what's worth a click and download. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about something 99.9% of you guys have it already downloaded on your phone. You use it every single day. It's my best friend. Every time you don't know where to go, you're like, hey man, where am I going? But now we're talking about your beloved friend, Mr. Google Maps, and how the live view feature is now offering more useful information about restaurants and businesses. Now, before I get into this, I actually don't like a couple of things Google has updated to their maps. Which are? Number one, if uh, I'm looking for something, it will start giving me reviews. I don't want to go to the, I just want to go to the place. I don't that's, want. That's the whole concept yeah. behind the new update. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's something else. For example, if mm. I put uh, hotel, right? Yeah. It's going to say, hey, do you want to buy? I, I don't want to uh, rent a hotel. I just want to <laughs> go to the hotel. Can you please give it to me? And it does feels like a businessman. Yeah. Constantly yeah. offering you something or so, a so, retailer. Yeah, mm. I kind of I, I understand the concept. Yeah, but I feel like there should be an option or a, a a layer that says, "Hey, if you want, you can go and get it." But in the beginning, I use Google Maps to get from point A to point B, and there should be the main priority should be showing me the way. And if I want in the app, there will be an option to say, "Hey, if you want, you can also rent." A hotel you can also look at the menu of this restaurant but i like the way they are uh, using it google maps i mean who wouldn't want something to be an all-in-one place but i get- but i agree with you i think sometimes adding a lot of features and forcing it down some a customer's throat can also be suffocating you know i don't want to have to necessarily deal with all of the pop-ups on google maps when i simply just want to get somewhere so it totally makes sense and i'm sure a lot of people do agree with you honey now with the new features that Google Maps uh, anna- or Google actually announced in their Google I.O. developer conference yesterday was the Live View tool. So the Live View tool would actually help you navigate through these maps within augmented reality. So you're looking at being able to simply open your camera and be able to see exactly the directions around where it is that you're in. Whether it was an airport, whether it was a large mall, the Live View will be able to give you a lot of handy information that are going beyond just helping you find directions on the road. Because sometimes there are a lot of locations right here in the UAE, museums, um, different airports that can be very big. They can mm-hmm. cause a person to get lost. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I know a lot of friends that almost missed their flight whenever they went to Dubai's International Airport because it was too big. So being able to find your way around those will be coming in handy. But also, with restaurants now, they've announced this new feature where you can find out the reviews on these restaurants and some photos that people have uploaded about certain foods, what plates have been tastiest out of them all. So I think that's coming in handy as well for many people. Yeah, I mean, they will. The Live View does also kind of have better labeling for streets on complex intersections, just like Omid did mention. And it does say that Google will automatically orient you in relation to known locations like your home or work. Now, a more ambitious upgrade for Google Maps is using AI, which is artificial intelligence, to identify and even forecast hard-breaking events when you're in your car. So think of it like traffic warnings that navigation apps issue based on data collected from multiple users. But instead of just traffic jams, Google Maps will now try to identify harder-to-define situations that do cause you to, believe it or not, slam on your brakes, such as confusing lane changes or freeway exits. Now, this is what I like, Mm. because sometimes I'll be driving to an area I don't know, and there'll be like an exit to the far right. And unfortunately, sometimes I do have to hit my right, my my signal indicator, 
and go across four lanes and everyone's saying, Hanny, we hate you. <laughs> just to get that exit because sometimes it just comes up all of a sudden. Randomly. And a lot of people do complain about Google Maps when it does happen. So now Google Maps is actually going to show you when you should hard break before you hard break. And that is actually using AI, which believe it or not, Omni and I did talk about the story about two years ago. And I don't think Omni even remembers this story, but uh, a man in Germany caused a traffic jam by getting 90 phones and putting it into a, a wagon. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, he caused a traffic yes. jam on Google Maps and Google Maps was actually using uh, that uh, the, 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 the cloud to see where every where each phone, because every time you use Google Maps to track your location, your Google, data is on the your cloud. Your data is on the cloud and everyone and Google actually will know where you're at specifically and if you're in an area for too long, Google will cause ask it or say it is a traffic jam, yeah. right? So this man put like 90 phones in a wagon and started walking down the street. The patience he had. Yeah, I mean, he, he did a test and it was true. So uh, that's pretty cool, pretty crazy. Absolutely. I think my favorite feature uh, out of them all is the restaurant feature because before you would, whenever you're looking up a certain restaurant and you want to read up the views, you'd either go to any of the food delivery apps, Zomado, Talabat, you name it. You'd look them up to be able to see the menu and to be able to see any photos of the food as well as the reviews. But now it's all in one place. It's all in Google Maps. The minute you look up the location of that restaurant, you can find all the information related to it in the same place. And you know, it's Thursday, so I'm sure a lot of people are looking to spend their Thursday somewhere fun, and you just you may find it handy to check out Google Maps and their brand new features. Coming up on the phone, on the phone, yes. <laughs> coming up on the show, uh, we're talking about the phone and how Google is now also becoming Doctor Google for most skin conditions. Keep Pulse ninety five locked to find out more about it. This is Pulse ninety five. Pulse ninety five. All around. What's worth a click and download? Honey, I'm guilty of going to Google every single time I have a medical concern. A medical question, the first thing I do is ask Google. Even yeah. though we always hear from doctors that we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, you shouldn't self-diagnose yourself. I've mm-hmm. done it a couple of times and I've died a couple of times and I've had cancer a couple of times. You remember the time when, uh, was it tonsillitis yeah. that you no. thought it was? It was something, it was uh, lymphomia, something like Lympho- that. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't remember. What right, was it? It's basically but <laughs> leukemia for my, yes. for my lymph nodes. And this was actually recent. This was like last yeah. year. And I went to the doctor. I'm like, doctor, I was make dying. And he was like, man, calm down. You don't have anything. If you had it, you wouldn't be able to breathe. I'm like, but Google told, told me. He said, Allah of Google. So he said, God, take away Google. But now Google has announced a health tool to actually identify those skin conditions. And the company did demo the tool at I.O. And it could be launched this year. Now, Google I.O., obviously, it did give us a lot of things. I mean, we've been talking about it for the past two days. A lot of crazy updates have been happening. A lot of good updates. A lot of good software, hardware. And now, the best, the next best thing is this Google uh, feature or kind health of tool. A health tool. And they are trying to tap into that telehealth sector. Absolutely. Now, we are approaching summer right here in the UAE. We're already immersed in summer. And... In summer, a lot of people tend to go tanning, uh, lay in the sun. We get a lot of vitamin D, but with that, we also get a lot of skin conditions, whether it was moles or skin tags. It's always good to get those checked out at a dermatologist just to make sure that you are not dealing with any form of cancerous uh, mm-hmm. skin tags or tumors or, God forbid, anything around or 
concerning this. It's something that a lot of people tend to do regularly once a year, and we do advise everyone to go ahead and do it. But now Google is launching this web tool that has artificial intelligence that can help people identify any skin condition. Also, any nail and hair condition, which I think is pretty neat, especially because sometimes people may get a rash on their arm, they may get something that they did a book they did book an appointment to see a dermatologist for, but they're just too worried that they want an answer right now just to help calm down their nerves. So all you'll need to do with this tool is to submit a photo, the symptoms that you're feeling, and then you'll get basically through the artificial intelligence a little bit of an explanation of the potential things that you might be having yeah i mean uh, you obviously take three pictures and you send it to uh google and uh, they'll give you a series of questions about your skin type and other symptoms and then the tool will give a list of possible conditions from a set of actually 288 so they have all variables ready for them to kind of diagnose it obviously using ai now Google did decide to tackle skin conditions using AI because of their prevalence, says uh, one of the one of the leading researchers, or the, actually the chief health, health officer at Google Health. And believe it or not, now there is something called Google Health. And the team actually did train the model on millions of images of skin problems, thousands of images of healthy skin, and 65,000 images from clinical settings. So obviously, we're not only seeing AI being imp- implemented, but machine learning as well. So these... Uh, uh, this Google Health or Google Skin Condition uh, type of thing should be very accurate. And we do know that AI, uh, it's been proven yeah. very smart and sometimes even smarter than us. Absolutely. Now, I do know that a lot of people may be thinking, what is that going to be? What difference is it going to make than me researching on normal Google? You know, Googling it out. Googling it out. Well, the difference is uh, this system is actually trained on millions of images. So... The team of researchers fed the artificial intelligence thousands and millions of images of different skin problems, what healthy skin looks like, what different rashes look like. And from those, artificial intelligence compares what you have with what these images show. It also takes into account factors like your age, your gender, your skin type, your race. And I know a lot of people may be thinking, why does it need to take into account my race? Well, because some races are actually more inclined for certain diseases than others. So taking all these into account, you're more likely to get a correct identification of what you have versus going through your own research. And skin cancer have been around for as long as I can remember, for a very long time. But over the years, the risk of it has increased. The statistics actually show that about Two people die of skin cancer every hour, Mm -hmm. and one in five people will develop skin cancer by the age of 70. So it's not something to take lightly, and it's good to have a tool right on, you know, right in hand, just to take pictures of the regular things that you'd see on your skin to make sure that they are hopefully not anything too dangerous. Yeah, with the sun, with the heat, uh, the sun rays are really hard right now, really strong. So do put that uh, uh, sunblock, sun lotion, have your SPF ready on hand because those things do reduce the, the, the risk of skin cancer and they do actually reduce the risk of having bad skin. Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, do us or on Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. But this does conclude Future Talk for today. We'll be seeing you guys on Sunday, same time, same place, only here on Pulse95. But Omnia, mm-hmm. 
What do we have coming for them? Well, we have coming for them the afternoon Karak team who will be live from the Sharjah Children Reading Festival, which is actually where I'm headed to next. The heart of the Expo Center right here in Sharjah. You can find different workshops, all encouraging kids as well as adults actually to go ahead and read more. A lot of the times we can spend time on technology, social media, a lot more than we tend to spend it learning valuable information from books. So if you're in the mood for some reading, go ahead and check out their show. They're going to be covering the event from 4 to 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. or even head to the Expo Center to get to see it live. Yeah, I mean, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see it, we'll see it Sunday, actually, same yes. time, same place, only here on Pulse95. But we got three <laughs> nights for you, man. <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yes. And those are very nice nights. Three Have nights at the motel. Uh, I think that's the lyrics. Let me hear yeah. it one second. <laughs> this is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.